0: We are the end to the page, Japan land the punch. On a not mind, boom, pow, we got the stuff. We know they got story, been new. they got hot complex narratives and black carries. Tell me where you see us,
1: where I see us, where, where I see us. They want to be us, but tell me where they read us, now nah, they want to be us. Out the damn cage like a nigga from Georgia, insane and out the brain and lacking in origin. Act flashbacks and shots through the system, downloading new issues and sitting in for a listen. Where I see us, where I see us, they want to be us, but tell me where they read us, now nah, they want to
0: where hey. where I see us, where I see
1: us. recording.
2: Alright, welcome back to another episode of Where I See Me, the podcast where we look at comics and media with lots of questions in mind. Mainly, where the hell are all the black and brown people? I'm Jamie.
1: And I am Marcellus.
2: And so on this episode, we have not one, not two, but three special guests. They've all been on the podcast before, so you definitely will remember hearing their voices. We want to welcome Sebastian Vonsi, uh, Robert Legans Johnson, and Kayla, Kayla Myers back to the show. Thank you guys for being here.
1: Thanks
3: for having me.
1: I'll add some applause there. I feel like <laughs> and I'll, I'll do it this post, time yeah I'll, I'll actually do it this time
2: because <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that there was a couple episodes when we recorded things you're like oh I'll add the applause or I'll bleep this out and, you, and
1: it was like I no didn't do it. <laughs> raw uncut
2: so how have you all been doing since last time we've we've all talked to each other mm.
0: Right, I, I can't complain. Um, you know, I it's hard for me to pinpoint things since since 2020, 2020 in terms of time, but uh, it's the same old still on the, the adjunct grind. Uh, oh. you know, I would say that's getting old, but that, that got old a while ago, so again, like same old, same old. Um, still making uh sad and funny pictures of Houston, you know still eating all the food I can get I, I guess now I'm on I'm trying to get on this new cake kick where I eat a lot of cake
3: Ooh. <laughs> sounds amazing <laughs> right
0: <laughs> so, so yeah that's about it it's like summer life man it's gonna keep happening
2: oh no it might but that's okay
1: that that's the that's the natural digital transition. <laughs> 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 next, next person to to share their also summer cake kick. Cake.
4: Uh, goodness, I mean, the last time I was on the podcast, I'm trying to remember what was happening.
2: Ooh, we were we were trying. I was asking you about uh, NFTs. I remember that because oh I didn't know what they were. So it's been a minute. <laughs>
4: So, I mean, like, like, I think the good question is, I hope you didn't, because like none of that is like, you know, n- none of that's good anymore. Like, like price-wise, none of that's good. Like, there's there's still a couple of places, there's still a couple, like, there's like a gallery here in Houston that has uh, recently been ex- exhibiting, like, NFT art, apparently.
1: Really? Um, which,
4: yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I, I forget how many people I know that have gotten into NFTs, I feel like I can count in one hand. And I'm not I'm not I I'm not i am not going to say
1: anything bad about it today. We can move past that.
3: But um, you can if you want to.
4: You really
1: can, Robert. You can say just about anything if you would like
4: to. I <laughs> don't know if that's true. Let's not test that. I um, I, I just do- can't
1: <laughs> promise that I'll remember to bleep it if you want me to. <laughs>
4: All, all I know is that I know a lot of things have changed with like the environmental concerns and all that. Mm-hmm, and that was mm-hmm. like my main thing because I mean now it's like AI, which can be a whole another topic if we oh. choose to talk about that. Goodness gracious! But yeah, oh my god, that that was when. Yeah, everything has changed in my life pretty much since that. So, <laughs> so it, it, in a good way, in a good way, a lot of a lot of a little, little bit a little bit of bad, a lot of good. So again, I can't complain. About okay.
3: All right.
2: And let's see Kayla we we talked to you I mean at the time this airs it would be like two weeks ago <laughs> I know
3: I mean my life has changed so much um, <laughs> dramatic the, the I guess the biggest difference is that it's even hotter than it was last week um which is just the reality of being in the south in the mm-hmm. summer um but I'm, I'm just thinking I'm doing okay as I told you all last week with kind of like getting into the thick of it with programming for the festival, which is always like a really exciting thing to see it kind of come together in which like filmmakers and artists that like I wasn't aware of before that I get to know their work now, but it's just, it's a task y'all and it is a lot of work, but I'm glad to do it. Um, so I'm just kind of like taking it day by day and grateful for time with like my family and my dog who like, you know, nothing for her. Everything is just hunky-dory in her world. Um, <laughs> so I should live like Athena. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: my gosh, that's great. So is Memphis, I'm curious, is Memphis in a heat dome? Like Texas is in a heat dome right now?
3: I I think so because it's like, we don't always get three-digit temperatures. Like think it's hot, but we don't really get like the three-digit like this does. But we are the and it is mm-hmm. is bad. And we had a really bad storm on Sunday that a lot of people, our in a particular part of town, had been knocked out. They had opened some community centers. To, like I think I, most everyone has power okay. back now. But um, yeah, it, it was concerning. I think we had
2: something similar here. Well, yeah, people's power was out last week in Houston. Mm. It was it was pretty bad, and there were some people I think whose power was out was like the power went out say like Wednesday, and they didn't get it back till Sunday. Mm. Which I I don't know how you can. I mean, Good old they Texas were saying power grid. <laughs> well, it wasn't even the grid. The aircon is, you know, of course, trying to get us to turn everything to like ninety or whatever. The indoor temperature Um, but that's well like 75 but that's still too hot (laughs) (laughs) too hot it is still too hot but they were saying it was like a bunch of trees from the storm that fell on some of the lines that was the reason why it was taking so long to get people's power back on um and so it yeah it's weird it's a weird i mean global warming of course but it's a weird kind of place right now. I mean, with with the heat and all of that, it's. I don't know if we've ever. I don't know if we've been in excessive heat like this, in a while. Like we're triple digits pretty much every day, or at least the feels like temperature is here. But, Marcellus, you're the only one up north, so.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, I can't really complain. It's. I, I won't tell you what the temperature is today. Uh but the (laughs) the only real issue we have up here is the air quality because of the fire Mm. so i i haven't been outside really the past uh day or two but i know um both for my my partner and her her sister they have both like either walked or taken the bus and you know come inside with the so Mm. masked up is probably the way we got to go for a minute um it's not as visible as it was a couple weeks back. Uh, I can't say weeks; could have been like a week or two uh, when New York mm-hmm. was pretty hazy. We saw some uh, some haze, not not as you know the aliens are coming as New York was, but it's <laughs> it's weird to kind of see. I think the shifting and like not knowing, seeing a lot of people not knowing what to do to combat the little like micro dust that's in the air um the answer usually is put something on your face (laughs) or don't go outside if you can but yeah
2: change your air filter in your house
1: exactly
0: it's probably a pretty horrible thing but i think this is the first year that playing zelda feels like the real world (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, It's like, what you, what you got going on here? You got some sort of like calamity over here and you have a different calamity over there. It's like, you know, goop is falling from the sky and you know, nobody, yeah. It, Zella feels like really, it's like it's really trying to tell something about the real world for the first time.
1: <laughs> a blood moon there was has like... brought the, the monsters out of the- Yeah.
2: There was like hail. Like falling, I thought hail only happened like in cooler weather, but there was hail like mm, last yeah.
0: week, just randomly. Yeah, I'm
2: like what is this? <laughs> it's just falling, from, like big, like big chunks of hail, like probably like about golf ball size, mm. falling from the sky, and it's supposed to be one hundred and five outside, and like I don't get it.
0: I mean, I I know I don't get it because I don't understand any of that stuff, you know. <laughs> 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 so it's just like, okay.
3: Oh my God.
4: It, it all feels just like normal at this point. It's just yeah. like, oh,
3: yeah. mm-hmm.
0: yep. All right. Yep. got hail. Why not?
2: Yeah. We'll have like the initial shock of, you know, the thing. And then we just kind of adapt until we get to the next worst thing. And then you just adapt again. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're going to eventually have to, we're eventually going to run out of adaptations. I would, I would think. I, mean, I, would
1: think, I don't know i feel like i could imagine like three weeks from now we hear fire tornado in nevada desert <laughs> and be like that makes sense yeah. that, that <laughs> tracks <laughs>
3: i'm just like what was it
1: Oh, sorry.
4: i sorry. I was thinking about like Sim City when all the calamities happen at the same time. Like You get a tsunami, you get a tornado, you get Earth. Oh, I'm going to jinx this for everybody. I? I'm, oh, like, that's no, that's going to
0: straight up happen.
3: We,
4: we're, oh, we're already
0: there. We're already there. Because we've oh, had the God. Orcats, right? Those oh. little whales, like doing the Lord's work in the ocean.
3: I love them right?
2: so much.
0: No, they're, they're fantastic. But the, last week, I was going to Ross. And I got buzzed by a crow twice, and I got and I had to be like, "Where's my politics at?" You know, I had to check myself. It's like, "Where's my politics at that crows are fucking coming at me?" Ooh. You know, it's like now if animals are coming at you, it's like, "Did you do something wrong?" <laughs> you know? so it's like, <laughs> "Who, who, who at that point?"
1: Because <laughs> sort of like, crows are really really
2: smart.
1: Exactly. It's like, "What do you know, crow?" <laughs> is it? I feel, and there's always that that worry of: Are they judge, or is this an opportunity? What opportunity have you given them? <laughs> what What is the? They? I feel like they got a couple, a little bit of uh, a little future sight on what the next next big thing is. A little bit. <laughs>
2: Yeah. I Because, you know, eventually what always tends to happen in the summer, we start to see it's either the crows or the grackles mm. will start taking over parking lots, mm-hmm. and they probably will start... It's going to probably be even more like
1: yeah the birds. <laughs> I have a question. Mm. What is a grackle? No, oh. no. Yeah.
0: That's a national bird.
2: It is. It's the national bird of Houston. It's the one that, did you ever, did you ever go to the zoo?
1: No, I couldn't walk there.
2: You oh, <laughs> said I couldn't walk there. They had, they, wait. <laughs> no, I
1: could have, I could have made it there. I just <laughs> haven't been to the zoo. I haven't been to the zoo.
2: I had to think about it. I was like, wait, what did it uh, oh, they have mean? They have a very distinctive call too. It's like, yeah. once you hear it, you're just like, oh yeah. That, of course your name is Grackle.
0: And you ever say, like, late at U of H working on something? Because, like, they'll, like, you know, they'll start landing on those trees uh, around sort of the old building. And if you're there, like, 3 or 4 in the morning, you really, that's all you really hear.
1: Oh, I've probably heard them. I'm going to have to look up an image of the Grackle. You...
3: Oh, I just Googled it. Would you like to see?
1: Oh, I would. I would love that.
3: This, this is what they Oh, like.
1: I know the Grackle. Mm-hmm. We're, best yeah. okay. <laughs> We're best friends. Okay. We're best friends. That's my my second cousin, the Grackle.
0: <laughs> and that's a I good looking look. Grackle. <laughs> like the enforcer is yeah, the enforcers are, yeah. More like that. That is the
2: Yeah, that is the nice look. I was like, that was the nice, <laughs> the nice one. Because the wow. other one, their tail is like doing mm. like, where it's mm. like throwing up like gang signs and stuff. Exactly. I don't know.
3: <laughs>
4: Yeah, n- n- normal, absolutely
3: normal, wow. absolutely. Oh, goodness.
2: But yeah, there. Yeah, we we'll, we're we're gonna I, we'll adapt to the grackle takeover. I I would hope.
0: <laughs> Our oh, oh, grackle overlords.
2: Our grackle overlords. <laughs> oh my gosh! So we, I mean, I we invited you all here here in this digital. Auditorial space, <laughs> Auditorial space.
3: Mm.
2: Um, to talk about our, our own experiences in the arts. Again, it's conversational, so it's not like a formal panel of uh, discussing um, our, our experiences of working in the arts. I think between, the, all, between all of us, it's like, ooh, I don't even know how many years of working in the arts it's been. Because I know for me, it's been like nine. Sebastian, how, how long have you been
0: in the arts? i've been i was bamboozled <laughs> 1999.
2: oh okay <laughs>
0: yeah so it's been a little minute i think i started i'm trying to go
4: when i did undergrad uh yeah undergrad at U of H. Mm.
3: Uh,
4: And it was like the latter half of the five years i, I took to get my under, undergrad degree so i want to say like 2015, 2016, that sounds right, around there. So it's, it's, it's been a while as well, yeah.
3: Yeah, it's been maybe like five, five-ish years. I guess of working, working on this side of of film that, uh, as I said before, I didn't realize that it this didn't really I started working on it. A lot. Mm. Um,
1: I am bad at math, so <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say 2015, uh, but I I I think six to seven years, and only two of those I was awake for. Wait, what? <laughs> Is what it feels like? I feel like every every year, the previous year, I feel like oh that was. I didn't understand what was going on. <laughs>
4: <So I laughs> that was a lead up. I'm like, wait, wait, yeah, we need to, we need to talk
1: about this.
2: It's like, yeah, i that. Like, so, it's like, what is it like? Hindsight is 2020. You
1: would yeah, say? yeah. You hindsight.
2: You
1: I'll, I'll, I'll start counting from hindsight. So 2020 is when I started. <laughs> but you
2: did, you did stuff before that though.
1: That's factually true. That is factually yeah. true.
3: Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's true. If you count some years of college, undergrad college. Mm-hmm. It's longer. Yeah. Sebastian, you say you were a bamboozled. Why do you say bambo-
2: bamboozled?
0: Okay. It's... Listen, I, I've been, obviously, 1999. I'm, I'm the only one here has been in this game since another century. But this is a conversation I often had with uh, my friend, uh, the the late, great Benoit Hobson, Mm. um, where we felt like, so we'd been in the game about as long. He worked for PhotoFest. I did all kinds of like sort of rest of freelance stuff. And at some point, I think we both realized that this ain't really us, Mm. but this is sort of like, only thing we sort of like we're sort of like good <laughs> for at a certain point that you kind of like uh, uh restraints i i think of myself as a dude that likes pictures right i like pictures i like images I, and i could have gone in any different direction not to say that not all industries are predatory or capitalism because you know that that's the case but the outworld world feels i think a special kind of dirty hmm. special kind of stupid that i'm not interested in but if i want to make my little pictures that seems to be the only space for me you know so, yeah yeah so, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah i do uh, and the bamboozle uh the in like the amount of shit i had to unlearn
3: mm-hmm.
0: especially from undergrad. it was uh it's yeah. been a journey it's been a journey and um yeah i do feel I don't want to turn this sort of like this early in the <laughs> conversation, take it doctor, But I do feel on my worst days trapped here rather than voluntarily in this sauce.
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, that's real though. Like I understand, you know, that feeling, cause I think about all like all the, the college degrees, the MFA and stuff that you have, I have. And then it really is like, oh, these are—is the, this all I could? These are the only things I could do. <laughs> you and know, that's not I, the case,
0: but yeah,
2: true. But you know, I I I get what you're saying. It it, it is kind of, and then you know, I think working in the arts in Houston, mm. it's you know, I <laughs> I'm like, how do I like how do I try to frame it? How to how to put it, especially since like, Kayla, I don't know if you've ever been to Houston. Um, or engage with any of the artists from Houston, but it's very, I don't know. I think people kind of have their head in the sand a little bit about politics and things of that nature. Like people will perform certain things because they feel like it's the trend, which I think you see that nationwide, right? But they're not really about it. Like they're not, like it's, it's kind of like, I don't know
1: to be seen versus to really be engaged, yeah,
2: it's a lot of that that you know trying to be like there's it's not so much about the work, it's more about who you know, the networking, all of that kind of stuff, kissing up to people um and i don't I don't feel like I've never really liked i don't I don't even really like small talk, so I'm like I can't engage with this <laughs>
3: uh,
2: <laughs> you know like I don't like i don't you know this. Uh, I was like what are we talking about? I don't, you know. And I've had very weird conversations with people where I'm just like, why are we even talking to each other? Like we could just sit here in silence. Like it's okay, you know. Like I thought I- <laughs> about it later. I was like, we don't, you know, we have nothing in common. That's okay. We could just be two humans in this space together, and that's, <laughs> that's it. We don't we don't need to do anything else because this conversation is very very weird. Um, um. But yeah, I, I, I feel you, Sebastian. Like I, I get it. It's it can def you can definitely feel I mean, I haven't been in I haven't been in the game since ninety nine, but like I think even being out like maybe nine, ten years
0: in, you can you, you, you yeah. feel it. You see it, you see it, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially if you're a person that is is paying attention and, and you're you're busy. I mean, I know you, but also I, I listen to y'all, I listen to your conversations mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, y'all are... Uh, sort of like paying attention and and giving it some sort of like critical um, sort of evaluation on on like a day-to-day and then it's like hmm. it's like what are you really saying what are you really doing it's and and what are the options so yeah it's but i mean i've met plenty of wonderful people it's just that like i said on my worst days i feel trapped Mm. in this Mm -hmm.
2: I remember someone I was talking to, I think it was Delilah.
3: Mm-hmm. And I was
2: and she was talking about how like I think we were talking about like being an emerging artist versus mm-hmm. being like established. And she was, she said sometimes she still feels like she's like emerging. And I'm like, Delilah?
3: Well
0: yeah.
2: I'm like, how how is that? I mean, people have written like thesis on her work. And I'm just like, that's insane. But she was like, sometimes she feels like she's submerging. Um, <laughs> and I'm just like <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was funny the way she was saying it, but it was still kind of like, man.
0: Yeah. yeah. They don't give you a corner office. They don't keep your name alive. No. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you have to go through this. And even like city to city. Mm. You know, it's like uh, speaking uh, to people that sort of like make a name for themselves here, and then they go off somewhere else, and it's like, oh, that's stuff from scratch. I yeah. Like, yeah.
2: which but, i mean that could be exciting or it could also be daunting depending on who you are because you mm-hmm. could reinvent yourself
0: if you don't but- like small you have to start that shit all
1: over again <laughs> <laughs> start from tiny talk work your way up to small
3: <laughs> <Tiny
2: talk. laughs> i mean but um what do you, I mean, I'm thinking about like, we you know, like, you know, the market, art market and the, the whole networking and all that stuff, but like, what, I mean, what keeps you all invested? I know like some of you have said, maybe you haven't made anything in a while, but that doesn't mean you're not an artist, you're still an artist. Um, so what do you, I mean, what keeps you making stuff? Like on your best days, like what keeps you invested in the things that you're making in the work that you're doing?
0: Hmm. I mean, I I, I love this shit. I do it every day. That's not that. That's not the tricky part. Making art is not the tricky part to me. It's like I make art every day, uh, even if it's like a small little thing. Uh, so the question is, what do you do with it, and what kind of conversations are you willing? What are you willing to compromise? To, to like show it or sort of get it out there but yeah I don't know making art is the easy part but I have to Mm -hmm. say it's been a long time probably since I applied to something Mm. you know since I came down from the from the beltway and sort of like tried to make myself known in the in the sort of neighborhoods where shit is happening but yeah the art part is easy to make
3: yeah I think I'm thinking about two things. One, Jamie, when you were talking about kind of like the small talk and just the, the sort of—I mean, everything is relationship-based, but especially working in like the art world, the film world, any of any of the arts. Sort of the ways that you are able to like move through things, or make choices, or make connections is so partially based on who you actually like relationship with and community mm-hmm. with like I mean especially with the years of the pandemic making that even more difficult like knowing who am I like can I say this thing right now and you we'd be on the same page about it or am mm-hmm. I like, saying something that is going to completely change the energy of this conversation change where this could have gone and, and also kind of having to navigate like Sebastian was saying like compromise like where am I compromising like how I feel about a particular thing because I want this to work for this thing that I'm doing or this uh-huh. thing that I'm doing. Um, And I think that's something that I think I have been, I think about a lot in terms of navigating working where I work, but working just as a programmer and think about like how am I building relationships and whether or not it's in the way that I want to be building relationships and how to, like, maintain them. Um, but I think that's also part of what keeps me going in terms of, like, knowing how I want artists and filmmakers to feel when they come to our festival or when I interact with them, like, letting them know that they can be as whole with me as they would like to be, and that also, like, their work and how they're treating other people and treating the people they work with and making their work is just as important to us as, like, the actual work itself. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that I think like keeps me going is being able to hear from a filmmaker, like your festival was this particular experience for me because you all did this this, or you all treated my work with care, fear or I was able to like, I knew that I got an email response from you like, and not just the automated whatever thing that was sent. I think those like little yeah. things just, I'm like, okay, I'm getting up again. I'm going to be at this laptop and I'm going to do all these things that um, are important to me that can feel draining. But like having that little bit of knowing that an artist feels supported even just by like a very little thing is one thing I think that keeps me, keeps me going and wanting to support it. Even if there are all these forces at play that make it incredibly frustrating. Um,
4: I think for me, like, I'm thinking about why I make work. I, I, I want to say, like, I'm thinking about, especially in grad school, a lot of the work I did in hindsight, in hindsight 2020, especially, I was kind of depressed. Yeah. Mm. And, and I was realizing I was kind of working through what I was going through. Like, uh, like that, that, uh, like one of my pieces was straight up about anxiety. uh, One, one of my pieces was straight up about like escapism. And so, like, I think when I've been trying to attach like meaning to my work, that's where it's been going. And I'm kind of realizing slowly but surely, like I can make stuff and I can feel like the satisfaction of like making something, but it doesn't necessarily have to be like official art, if that makes sense.
3: Yeah, yeah.
4: Because I think I've just realized that very like, extremely recently, like maybe like a couple of months ago, where I'm realizing, oh, you know, I can just make this because it's cool (laughs) And, and not, you know, worry about this like, Stigma of like, okay, I need to make it a project. I need to make it with like this meaning attached to it. Um, so so I, I'm thinking a lot about like art and like like feeling trapped. I, like 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 Sebastian said, like I, I think I'm I'll, I'm I've been kind of going through that myself
1: in, in that way. Hmm. So you you're making me think of uh, Robert. That sort of question that <clears throat> I feel like we all at some point or another, whether it's through the work we're doing or the, uh, the art we're making, there's a sort of tension between the very wide, blurry line of self-expression versus uh, having this feeling that you need to address something. Like, uh, yeah. w- whether yeah. it's within your own community or even, I think, societal-wise, there, there's always this sort of not, I wouldn't describe it as like a sense of urgency, and I, I'm not sure uh, if there's any particular words I can I can put to it that would fit best. But I, I definitely re- relate to that that feeling of I just want to make something. I'm going to do something, and ideally, I feel better at the end of it, <laughs> right? <laughs> Rather than like, all right, today's job is to fix racism. <laughs> right or like, to, like that is to, to, a tall order how, oh, how, oh, how do I address yeah. all of classism and upward mobility for the <laughs> next two brush strokes or images that I make
0: and and yeah and, and that's part of that, that thing about I think uh, being in here with a bunch of jokers too I feel that it's one thing the system, but it's like when your peers are not necessarily recognizing. Uh, mm. You're describing Robert. What you're describing, Marcel, is about sort of like, oh, just make it cool, or or just make it so I can feel better. You're like, well, I don't see how this solves racism. You know, this is hey, well, that wasn't <laughs> aimed right right the second, uh, you know. You know, you get into those conversations, you get into those spaces where you're like, mm, but how come this is not sort of like directly addressing, you know, climate collapse? It's like, well <laughs> that's a
1: that's you a good talk question. To a
2: climatologist, <laughs> Right. <laughs> not, you know, expect me <laughs> to be doing to do be doing that. I mean, I I I love um I love like making things just to make them. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I just made. Well, well, when did I just make something? I can't remember the last time I just. Oh yes, I, well, I do, but I don't. It's like there. It's like floating. It's very fuzzy in the back of my head. But I remember someone telling me, you know, especially like after school, like trying to figure out, okay, what am what am I gonna do? Like, what am I gonna make? And then, like, there's all this pressure of people telling you, like, oh, the first two years out of school, that'll make or break you of whether or not you're going (laughs) to be an artist and blah, 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 blah. I was just like, oh, my God. (laughs) But I had a friend, she was like, you know, she was like, don't worry about all that. She was like, what is the art you want to – what is the art that you would make if nobody was looking?
3: Mm -hmm. Like,
2: that is – that's what's most important. Like, do that. And, you know, if you decide to share it with people, then share it with people. But if not, like, you know, make the things that you want to make.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: people either come around to it or they don't. And the ones that don't, you probably don't want them in your in your space anyway. Because they'll come around talking about why why aren't you addressing racism in your work. You know? <laughs> and it's like, but this work is about something else. also <laughs> entirely.
0: Um, uh-huh. or, even,
2: or even, okay, so... You know, the work that was my thesis work, like, mm-hmm. showing that work out, outside of Texas, outside of the South, that has been interesting in the sense of, like, mm-hmm. even talking to other Black people outside the South about that work. There's a lot of things that are being projected onto it that I never yeah. said was there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there's other
0: words. And then, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You know, and so, you know, I remember being in a, like, on an artist, like, panel talk thing, and the moderator was a Black woman, and I was, I often will show, like, some, like, of my family photos with my work, and one of the photos is my grandfather's uncle standing in a field of cotton that he owned, and that, you know, my family, like, they, they would, they picked cotton well after, you know, well into, like my mom picked it. It was a job, right? Um, But she saw that image, didn't hear anything I said about Mm -hmm. the context of it. And then began talking about like plantation systems. And I had literally just said there were no major like corporate Amazon plantation style things happening in this particular region. It was more smaller like Mm -hmm. farms that had maybe five or six enslaved people. I had just said it and she but the image like overpower like overpower whatever she was whatever she she didn't hear me um, and I just remember thinking I'm just like maybe I don't need to be showing this work outside of the south because I don't think people are ready to see it or or they're not receptive to like hear any other narrative other than like black people in the south being like <laughs> how, how did how did Karis my friend Karis put it she was like they always like to see black people in a very precarious in mm-hmm. danger mm-hmm. kind of situation in the south it's never like you can't just you can't just be outside playing with your cousins you can't just mm-hmm. be together you know it's it's none of that is it's always got to be something real sinister lurking um and I, that a lot of that was being projected on the work and i'm just kind of like what are y'all doing like what <laughs> like why, why are you you know i know the work is doing one thing i'm saying the thing that's in line with it and then y'all are like yeah i don't see that i see this i see my own agenda in what you're making mm-hmm. um so i mean that's it's it's frustrating but it's also kind of like at some point i don't know like I have to, you have to choose your battles because you can't mm-hmm. be fighting everybody and these are people who are willingly committed to like not hearing you mm-hmm. um and so i can't I mean, someone is committed to misunderstanding you. You can't really do much about that. I don't think. I don't know if y'all saw it that way, but I don't think you can I don't think you can fix people like that. You just gotta leave them
0: where they you, are. You do, but but I think that brings up like an interesting thing. What happened to the opacity discussion? Because it felt like a few years ago we were sort of maybe entering a phase mm-hmm. where we like BIPOC artists were ready to Embrace opacity. Mm -hmm. Like. It's like. I'm not not telling you what I'm fucking doing. It's a Mm -hmm. thing. It's like. You know. Deal with it. And. I don't know if that's gone anywhere. Maybe. After just not been looking at the right places. Or or hearing. uh, Listening to the right people. It's like. uh, Have you. Have you all come across that. Any sort of continuation. of, Of that sort of like. Desire. Effort towards. A sort it, of like bipolar
1: capacity you know you know no it okay. feels like a very i don't know there's there it, it as far as i i'm aware of it seems like there's this sort of back and forth on wanting to be and i don't think inclusion is even the right, the right word for it but wanting to sort of give the answer key i think to a lot mm-hmm. of communities that are outside <laughs> Of the sort of the the BIPOC uh, labeling, right? And then wanting to, alongside that, I think have comfort be like something that's afforded. And not every space does it the same way, but I, I think there are a lot of people who, whether they engage with, whether it's, you know, paintings, photographs, films, I think music, you see it a lot more actively where people are like, I need to know the lexicon fully. And I need to be as included on the, you know, the references, the the, the joke, the bit, I need full transparency, or else, I don't know if this should succeed, or if it has a right to really flourish in, in the way that it does. Because I, I don't know, there's i think there's a, a desire for people to throw the the sort of like like you're saying the opacity kind of uh mentality to the side in order to be seen and you have to be fully understood in order to be uh accessible which i don't know i, I that feels sometimes i think bowing to that need to be fully understood. Uh, leaves you with so much room to be uh, corny. <laughs> right? Like, here's here's my three-page paper on why you shouldn't yell at me. Like, I can turn the, the call off. I can go home. <laughs> there, There's – I don't know. I don't even know if it's to avoid anger or not, but I, I feel like – there's probably a lot of emotions people don't want to be faced with from a wider audience. Um, But I don't don't know that that that's just what I feel like I've been seeing a lot.
2: I would say that I also think part of the thing with the opacity and people not so I I feel like I don't I haven't seen it um, happening like on a larger scale, which makes me little, which makes me sad because there's like this whole tradition of like, particularly in the black arts, of things being right in your face. But if you're not in the know, you're not in the know. Um, and I love that, right? That that's like a long like history of, of just misdirecting people. Um, but I feel like some people who are not into that or don't or more like really want that kind of wider, um, I guess accessibility, which I feel like they're using accessibility, like they're twisting it. Because accessibility is supposed to be something about like making sure that we all understand and think, you know, but not necessarily that it's, I don't know, that everything is just, that you're just spoon feeding people things, right? Like That's not what accessibility is. That's, you know, you you encouraging people to be lazy. Um, (laughs) But I think that some of these people, you know, who are not who have not invested or divested from opacity, I think it's, you know, they want, some of them have not acknowledged that, that they want access to whiteness or they, they want white validity in what they're doing. And that pushback you get from being very opaque about what you're doing, like you got to have a backbone about that and like really be like, no, this is what I'm making. This is what it means to me. And I remember, Sebastian, you telling me, I think the first crit I had with you and I was talking to you about like some crits that just didn't go well. And you were just like, you know what? Sometimes you just be like, okay. And you just <laughs> go on about your business and make the things you want to make. Because you, yep. you know, don't yep. waste your time <laughs> with, with, you know, arguing with people back, back and forth. And so I, I think that the people who have divested or are not interested in opacity are thinking about wanting some type of whiteness and wanting to align with it in a way that brings them some kind of success mm-hmm. or you know i don't know security i guess they 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 would maybe have cuz you know working in the arts we don't really have a lot of security especially if you're like freelance mhm you know mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah, that's, that's what i would think
0: it yeah, doesn't for mentioning i mean she's been in the game for you know for the longest for decades and decades but she's mm-hmm. she still has to reemerge mhm It's a dolphin
3: economy. (laughs) (laughs) A
2: dolphin economy, I love it.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I I feel like um, some of this is making me think about, like, in terms of the the comfort piece that Marcella has up. um, I think there's also a piece of, like, that comfort not being considered in terms of like, what are the conditions in which these things are being made? Like, mm-hmm. I'm thinking a lot about how the ways that people react to, especially like TV, reading the things um, now, if there are places in which there's corruption or there's not the, the sort of like ways that you think this should be happening or the healthiest ways that things should occur. like. Or but you feel like this history you present shouldn't have some sort of reality to it. I think it's such a catchwinning too, because I understand wanting to have space to watch something that brings you like joy and warmth and all the things that we should get to experience when experiencing art, but then there's sort of the that right to comfort also and limits people who are wanting to expand upon that Um, but also these people who were thinking about comfort and what they're watching are often questioning like how is this thing being made like what's happening to the people who are making these things and what's what's going on and like oh i want this new season of my tv show to be available to stream but like how how does that all get (laughs) there what happens when these people and i'm especially thinking about like i haven't fully read this story but there is a story about like animators on a Cross Spider Verse who like did not have a great time because of the demand of a film, the demand of like the release date. Um, these are these are animators where like they're the guild, but there aren't always for them. There aren't always these things that are in place to where these these artists can do their work, but then also like go sleep and like, eat and be able to do things normally and function um, regularly. And I feel like there is at least, when I'm thinking about like independent filmmakers and independent like, artists in general, there are the, you're working, there's the conditions of like the studio or the like, big corporation or things like that that have created a, a, an ecosystem is even tougher to just to work in and not feel like you need to Make things in a very clear way. I think that's another thing contributing. There's folks who want this access to whiteness and access to the validation or whatever that means for them and what that brings. But then there's also these conditions in which, like, these people, when things aren't owned by artists or aren't owned by people who care about what the art does aside from making money. People are limited in terms of what they can actually maneuver around and do mm-hmm. their work in that system. Like the court, an executive wants you to like explain why this girl is using this particular hair product in her hair. Like they need that out for them because they don't understand. Um, so I think that that's that's the, another aspect of this that I think about a lot is just like what are the these conditions that we're all like how do I live, laugh, love, and these conditions? And it's really, really increasingly harder and harder to, and even harder when, like, you have people who are giving you those, and you're like, well, I want to do this particular thing. Um, and I saw a filmmaker on Twitter recently saying, like, you know, independent filmmakers can be independent, but, like, at some point, for some of them, they do need to work within the studio system to do some sort of work that they can do independently, like, that have the funds to do that. Um, But yeah, I just, I feel like the the conditions in which we're working in, the conditions that we're expecting people to work in are also kind of contributing to the the lack of opacity that I think, for me as a programmer, like, I see a lot in, in the homes of people, you know, trying really hard to appeal to who? Like who is your audience? Like who are you really speaking to? and you feel like you need to explain everything? I much prefer something that means me things like, huh, well, mm-hmm. I might need to watch like this again. <laughs> <laughs> what it trying to say. And I appreciate that. Like you're making me work. And I don't and I don't mind it because you did the work. So I should appreciate your work. So. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I do appreciate you kind of opening up and angling that out because I feel like the, the concept right of what the opacity applies to and it's not just the artist but it's the tools, it's the surrounding system it's hard to even imagine I think trying to navigate back and forth between well how do you have a meaningful conversation in let's say like an independent space in whether it's houston philadelphia la like they all operate in such a different way and knowing that the same thing we're talking about where you know you're trying to avoid the like the, the small talk that, that Jamie mentioned, right, in, in one space, trying to like form a network and knowing that some people will let go of that sort of ability to not have to explain or not have to engage in certain ways until they are afforded a certain uh, I don't want to call it a luxury, but I feel like a, a way of, of holding yourself in your work mm-hmm. and then beyond just yourself right once you get into the teams once you get into the support systems it's all right uh number five z Uh, after six a dash four here's the explanation for why okay here's my full this is exactly what a bantu knot is this is (laughs) like i don't even want to know how many versions of that conversation for uh you you mentioned Spider Verse and I'm thinking about I know one of the directors for that was uh, had been working on Soul I don't even want to know mm. how many conversations with Disney about what I, like a fade is or how to correctly engage with jazz music. <laughs> 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 but no, I think it is it is hard to imagine what that looks like going forward for larger than just an individual especially with so many i think what every every time i look at the news there's another guild has started to strike or has Mm. which love to see the unity hate to see the situation
3: yeah yeah
1: Yeah. but but even with the unity
0: I, i think again speaking to 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 some of the issues that the camera brings up, it's like that that sort of power structure mm-hmm. makes those things the norm. So, so like, you can talk about sort of like a black creator on soul um, having to sort of like justify themselves. And that's easy to imagine. We, we've all lived it, we've probably all been it. But also, it's like every Pixel movie is about animators that don't get to see their kids because they work at Pixel. Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: So, so it's like oh that's uh that really sucks but that's the industry standard the industry standard fucking sucks yeah. you know and it's like but but like to get anything done you have to get to such levels you know so so i'm looking forward i don't know if you all started watching it but i'm looking forward to sitting down and watching that boots riley um <gasps>
2: Oh yeah, it. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm looking forward to it.
0: Next on, but but it's on out, right? It's on Amazon. It has to be mm-hmm. somewhere. If Riley wants us to see it, yeah, <laughs> you
3: know, yeah. It's,
0: it's, like, Even if it's the most radical piece of television of the century, it's still gotta be on Amazon, mm-hmm. which means it has to get the Amazon hurdles. Plus, nobody nobody's gonna see it. It's not like you you can like. You know, go around the city popping trunk, like selling like VHS of Amor virgo You know, from person <laughs> to person. Yeah. Which <laughs> <Really?
3: laughs> <But>, you know, which
2: <laughs> you know that. I mean, I kind of miss that, like being able to, like, mm. you know, just sell your own stuff on your. I mean, you can, you can yeah. do that, but like, like you're saying, because it's like a, it's a, a series, and you. You want he should he should also get paid for the work that he put into it you know it's like now you know it has to it's got to go through amazon mm-hmm.
3: um,
2: you pay for jeff bezos to go to upper atmosphere and stuff you know mm-hmm. which I, don't, like, I, I mean i guess jeff bezos but i mean all of this makes me think about like in visual arts how we have like lots of grants applications and fellowship applications Mm -hmm. and how they're all like asking us to sell our soul in those applications like tell me your Mm -hmm. trauma tell me why Mm -hmm. you deserve this little five thousand dollars that you could only spend on these things (laughs) you know it is restricted funds and you have to be in this um you have to go to meetings every month and tell us how you're spending it you know it's it reminds me of that in a sense of, you know, like I've there's so many, I just kinda wish people would just trust artists, which who is it? Is it the cam that has a shirt that says trust artists?
0: Yeah, but <laughs> that's what the reason, right? Mm. That's because you have an artist there sort of like working, making that happen. Mm-hmm. You know. So in a way, you say the cam, but that's that's Philip. That's not yeah. the cam. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, the- exactly. <laughs> can canon do is like that spirit goes away.
2: Exactly. You know? Cause they would lose all of their online personality if he if he decided to to leave because yeah. yeah. it's really just it's really just
0: yeah. <laughs> it just is. Don't, um, fuck up, <laughs> <laughs> don't fuck up.
2: That's very yeah they they really yeah. don't mess it up because I don't think they could find someone else that could do exactly what he's doing. Nope. Um, but to to that, like, I wish people would just trust artists mm. to just give them the money to do the things that they need. Uh, no strings attached, but there's nowhere, I guess there's very few places in the world where you can do that. Always a string. <laughs> where they just give you the money. Huh?
1: Always a string.
2: There's always a string.
0: Yeah. There, um. there are things that are unstring, but mm. those be, again, very wide spaces. Mm. And so, because because white people don't see themselves as a category, they don't realize that it's sort of like a wall. Because you know, um, the you remember the hunting prize. Hunting prize.
2: Oh yeah 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 yeah. That
0: was fifty thousand dollars unrestricted, and you didn't have to write anything. It's just like here's a painting. Do you like it? And they're like, we like it. Here's fifty thousand oh dollars. That's what's up. Goodness. <laughs> And the thing is, it's like you would get plenty of finalists of color, I feel. But you know, I can't, off the top of my head, every winner I can think of is a white person. And mm-hmm. not to say deserving or anything like that, it's, it's whatever, but who's, who's judging? What space is this in? Who's, so that becomes a de facto white space. And so those spaces do exist, but good luck getting that shit You know, it's like, good luck getting that shit. Yeah,
2: that's true. Cause they'll be like, well, I don't understand it. It's not speaking to my experience.
0: Exactly. But they won't use those terms, you know, Mm like, nah, I'm just, I'm just not, you know, it's just not very good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Um. (laughs) So, so yeah, those spaces do exist and they're behind a, a wall of uh, a demelanated wall. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's all. Oh my god! I mean, and, you know, I I would love if there there will be more. I guess I know that we have like these these like grants that are specifically targeting different groups because of this inequity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like even those are they're often like. Tell me why you deserve this. It's never just like I, I, I guess I'm, I'm trying to say that I wish like the things that were specified towards BIPOC people that they would uh-huh. just let bi people BIPOC people have the same privilege that white people have and just making whatever yeah and being paid to make whatever yeah um, instead of them having to do everything that's like solving a problem um, mm-hmm. educating the masses mm-hmm. or you know which you know sometimes. That, that works non-directly in what you're making. Like, it's just like a byproduct, but it's not yeah. the main objective. And, um, and,
0: yeah. And to be fair, it's nice to be rewarded when you're putting in the work, period, because, mm-hmm. like, you know, I, we all owe our presence to, to people that put in the work.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I'm saying? That that went into those spaces and fought for us. Uh, but, yeah, there's got to be something else. There's yeah. got to be... Mm-hmm. that is like, you're just, like, well, you can just be dope for dope's sake.
2: Yeah, just keep making your stuff.
0: Yeah.
2: You turn it out at your own pace,
0: mm-hmm.
2: whether you have the money or not.
0: <laughs>
2: you know, it's like it's going that's I mean, the work that I'm making now, I'm like, it's going to get made whether I have the money or not. It just yeah. it take longer. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> I'm going to make it, you know.
1: But. I, I want to throw a, a question in there, especially now that you are talking about some of the work that you're making right now. And I'm sure we've either many of us have received the question or heard the question. Um, I love hearing it during um, film festivals because it always feels like the artist has to stare at the person asking the question, like a real, (laughs) like with a light smile. Um, How how do all of you feel about how the term black art functions? <laughs> Just you know, I know it's 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 a noun, it's a verb, it's an adjective. <laughs> I feel like it's very vague until someone decides to paste it on the thing you've produced. Um how does that function for you and your sort of your your life?
3: Um Please make sure that
2: you, for our listeners, please make sure that you rate, comment, and subscribe to the podcast. It definitely helps us out. Uh, follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, as well as TikTok. On Twitter and Instagram, we are at Where I See Me. And on TikTok, we are at Where I See Me Podcast.
1: Uh, shout out to our friends of the podcast who supplied the funky, fresh tunes that we always trail out on uh, Playdate. Uh, their, their song, Why Don't We Talk About It, is, is what we have gracing your ears. You might hear it right now. Um, and they have new music that came out this past week uh, single Bent. It's pretty funky fresh. It's available, I said it twice now in a row, so now I have to say it a third time. Uh, the funky fresh single is available anywhere you get your music online. Uh, I have been Marcellus,
2: and I have been Jamie. Stay nerdy and stay black.
1: Sessation. Why
4: don't we talk
3: to